Hello and welcome to the Sunday League Show, a weekly podcast where three guys who like talking about football talk about football. Uh, my name's Dave and I'm a Spurs fan. Uh, this is Jim and Adam joining me, so introduce yourself guys. Uh, I'm James, also known as Jim, uh, QPR fan unfortunately. I'm Adam, uh, an Arsenal fan. In today's episode we're going to be doing the Premier League table and our prediction for the season, as well as teams to watch, teams that might struggle, top goal scorer, top assister, and anyone that we think could actually do something in the season. Um, so guys, starting at 20th, what, what, what have we got? Start with Jim. I've gone Watford. Um, I know Adam's got some contrary opinions to this. Um, I think the bottom three are the, 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 the three that came up last season. Um, I, I've got the same as you, and I've I've got Watford in 20th. Oh, wow. Do you want to weigh in on that, Adam? I have Brentford and Norwich going down. Brentford's my 20th. I just... My issue with Brentford is at least with Norwich and Watford, they've been in the Prem. They've got Premier League players. They have some experience there. I think Brentford... I've heard bad things about their defence and their keeper. I just think... They're just going to be similar, too similar to how Norwich were two seasons ago. And I think Norwich are too similar to how they were two seasons ago. And they're going to try and play good football. But it's just that good football is not enough. We saw even Fulham last year play good football and went down. So I don't think that's enough in the Premier League these days. So you, we, we agree so far that we've got Brentford and Norwich going down, all three of us. Yeah, um, I had I had Norwich. But you think Watford have you, you think Watford have enough to stay in the Premier League compared to me and Jim? So I, I have Watford seventeenth, and the that's partly based on the fact that I have Burnley going down this year. See, that's where I was very similar. I actually kept switching Burnley in and out of my bottom three, but I think they'll be seventeenth once again. I've got Burnley seventeenth. My my thing with Burnley, like, we, well, I think we all agree they're going to struggle. Obviously, yeah. they came 17th last season. They lost nine of their last, seven of their last nine games at the end of last season. They've spent no money. It's Sean Dyche's last year. He doesn't want to be there, and we saw that last year. And plus, you've but you can see Wood. that in his press conferences as well. Yeah, Dyche exactly. joking around the whole time. Which, as much as we love it, I think he's joking because he has no idea what he's going to do with his. Job. I think the other thing that doesn't help him is they've got Chris Wood missing potentially for the first couple of games. I don't know whether he's back or not but obviously he was at the Olympics so if he misses any sort of time and then they don't have another goal scorer really have, yeah and it's the same issue Brentford have Brentford only have Ivan Tony. if if you only rely on one goal scorer I, I, who's again Ivan Tony is not proven in the Premier League whatsoever either yeah. no he's, he's made I mean, it he, the, he did it in uh, League in One league and yeah. he did it in the Championship um, can he do it in this season? Which I'm guessing by all of us saying they're going down. I'm guessing by saying that Brentford have um, going down, but it means that he's not going to do it. Well, Charlie Austin did it for QPR, and even they went down with that. And I, ju- I just think having one goal scorer is not enough. Well, I mean, um, did Norwich stay up with um, Puki or not? No, they went down. Yeah, exactly the same. Um, went straight back down. Situation then, isn't it? I mean, my, my thing with what a, a, a born goal scorer, but that doesn't save the team necessarily. Yeah, I mean, I think my my thing with Watford, which is why I edged them over Burnley in the end, 
because I think they've had a good go at it with the signings. I think Josh King, Dennis, Rose are all reasonable signings for their level. And I think their approach to sacking managers, because, I mean, let's face it, they're probably going to go through three managers during the season if they're in a relegation battle. But yeah. I think that I think that will help them because they'll get enough of a bounce each time. I just think they'll crawl, <clears throat> crawl together enough points just to overtake Burnley this year. You still think Deeney and... Um... Is it Gray's the other striker? Mm. You still think they're Premier League level? Because well, apart so from penalties, I, I don't see Deeney. This must be his last year in the Premier League. Well, yeah. I think the interesting thing with Watford is they remind me of Sheffield United when they first came up in the sense that they had Sheffield United had four strikers that would all get you five to ten goals. And I think Watford have that. I think between Deeney, Gray, King and Dennis... They have four players who could each get five goals or five to ten goals. Mm. And it's enough of a spread. That's what Sheffield United did in their season where they stayed up in the Prem. I think it's a better strategy than having one 20 goal a season potentially striker. But if it doesn't work for that player, then you're going straight back down. Yeah, but I mean, so we agree Brentford Norwich gone. Yeah, there's a slight disagreement and then it's either Watford on, or Burnley. on Watford. But Where do you have Burnley? Same same same. I've got Burnley same as Dave, 17th. Okay. We've got the same Okay, so we'll move up to 16th, shall we? So this is um, where I kind of throw in, um, for my uh, uh, disappointing team, I've actually got two. Um, and this is where I throw in one of them. Uh, Southampton, I've got in 16th, and I think they're going to have... <laughs> Jim, we have the same table. <laughs> I, I have 16th as well. Southampton. Yeah. They're not my disappointing team. They're not because um, I don't think they've had. They're going to have the biggest fall from grace because I've got another team just slightly above them that, I, in my opinion, are going to have a bigger fall from grace from last. The, the problem is the now the loss of Danny Ings as well. Um, I, I mean, the they're after Adam Armstrong. Um, yeah, they've had a bit accepted, but do you you don't think he's going to be anything like he's going to? Yeah, I don't think he's going to hit the ground running or anything. I think the reason why I haven't put Southampton lower because I think you can make a case for Southampton being in the relegation candidates. Yeah, 100%. for this season. The reason why I don't have them lower is that I just think I think they will sign one or two players, whether it's Adam Armstrong and somebody else. And I think Hassan Hootel is too good of a manager. I mean, to be fair, Sean Dyche is a great manager, but I just think. That gives them an edge over Watford, for example, and Norwich. I the, the reason I've got them 16th, and again, not not pushing too far low, um, it's just because of the standard of football. Um, I think it's really gone down in the in the in the Prem recent. Uh, well, re- throughout the recent years, I mean, Watford, Brentford, Norwich, Burnley. I mean, even Palace. They're not playing good football. Newcastle last season awful. Wolves are nothing special. Uh, Brighton have been. Uh, average. Only, you know, but I, I think uh, Brighton were average, but they played good football. They did. I enjoyed yeah. Brighton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of stats, um, Brighton actually didn't didn't do awful. But my point is that the the if you look at the teams Southampton used to have um, and the football that the Prem used to see, I think that some of the teams in there now just aren't up to standard. And so even though Southampton have dropped off, there are just teams below them who are just not still not at the right level 
I think I agree. I think if this Southampton team was there three or four years ago, I think they'd be going down. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. I can see that. Okay. Well, you, you said you did spot one. Uh, we've all agreed Saints around that sort of mark. Who have we got for 15th? I went with Newcastle. <laughs> I've also got Newcastle. Jim? Uh, I went Palace, actually. I think did they're going to have uh, not as good of a season. Um well, there's only one place below where they finished last season for Palace, but Newcastle, we've actually got them, both Adam and I have got them dropping three places. I, th- I mean, my thing with Newcastle is they've spent no money. They're going to buy Willock, which I think is a, a good signing. I, I had them... Right. So uh, you're an, obviously you're an Arsenal fan, and we've we've spoken about this outside the podcast. 25 mil, though, for Willock. He's not worth 25 mil. At the moment, I think if if they had twenty five million to spend, Willock is is one of two, maybe three players you could sign for that amount of money. Mm. Maybe I, mean, I think it's way too much. The, th- the thing with Willock <laughs> is he's only had half a season of top flight football, but I th- I think the, the price is dictated a lot by the fact he got he scored in seven consecutive games, which is impressive, and he had an impact. He helped keep them where they were the reason they came where they did last year is because he came in and won them all those points yeah i suppose because they if you count burnley as, as obviously they were the team the only the lowest team not to be dropped uh, from the premier league there was only actually six points in the end different to newcastle that were, fit, were 12th last season so well it won them six points yeah exactly so yes he got that but i i think they could have spent their money a lot better than 25 million splashed on him well, I've got Newcastle in thirteenth. Okay, um, which is you said you have Palace in you said you have Palace in fifteenth, didn't you? Yeah. So I've um, got. But just on on around. on the subject of Newcastle, um, I think they they in terms of last season, um, I mean yes, you can look at it. The the owners are a, a knob. Um, Steve Bruce isn't great. Um, they signed a new deal. They, 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 they they've just brought in. Is it an assistant manager or a coach? Um, but Callum Wilson came out and said um, that now they feel a lot more tactically um, stable, which obviously is not the best thing to hear. Um, prior to having a coach, they were obviously tactically unstable under Steve Bruce, so it's obviously not going great. An experienced manager like their, himself. <laughs> their, their past uh, last season. Um, they were averaging 10 shots per game, uh, well, 10.4 shots per game, which is above Palace, above West Brom, above Sheffield United, um, above Burnley. It's pretty much on par with Fulham. Um, it's a, it's so on par top, with basically. it's on par with Everton as well. Um, I don't think they're as bad as people are um, making out. Um, their shots on target per game. Again, better than Palace, better than West Brom, better than Sheffield United. Obviously, West Brom, Sheffield United gone down anyways. Um, but, you know, better than Palace. This is why I put Palace low. Well, the thing better is- than Palace in both both um, categories. Palace beat them on dribbles per game. But I think that, you know, that's the introduction of Zaha. Uh, Eze, when I he was will fit. say, though, to contradict that is we're going to see a different style of Palace, in my opinion. We're going to see something completely different now. Roy Hodgson's gone and you've got Patrick Vieira coming in, who has even openly said that he wants to play passing style of football with them rather than... But then does that work with... And that's it. 
the players they've oh, got? It, it, I mean, are I mean, they still... It really might not. It might fail completely. But if it works out, they, I personally think they have better starting players than Newcastle. They could potentially have a better manager than Newcastle because the fact that Callum Wilson, as you said, came out and say, said that now they've got this coach, they're a lot better. Under Steve Bruce, they've got no chance. I think with... I mean, what what I think I, could, I would say about Newcastle, which is about the best compliment you can give them, is they're not going to go down. I don't think they're in trouble of going down. No. So I think anywhere between... I also don't think they're good enough to fight in mid-table. So I think anywhere from like 13th to 15th is about right for them. And I had Palace 14th, so I had it the other way around. I had it one above James, I believe. Yeah. I think they've made good signings is the other thing. I think... Oilis from Reading and Wakim Anderson, who was at Fulham last year. I think they're both solid signings. The question mark over them is also they had Frank De Boer a few years ago, didn't they? And he lost four games and got sacked instantly. So there's a potential worry there. Although if that happened with Vieira, they'd sack him and they'd get someone in and they'd be fine. Do you reckon? I think I think the appointment of Vieira. Yeah, I think the appointment of Vieira is is in long term though. I think. Um, yeah, almost a bit like. I just think uh, if it goes wrong. Yeah, but even, even I think I would see it as a bit like um, uh, Ole joining uh, Man U. You know, his his he had a terrible stint to start with, um, but they gave him time, they gave him money, they let him build, um, and now you know Man U are, are one of the best teams in the league again. Um, so so I, long as I, he's not I, in I see the it. Fight, I think he'll be fine, but it's just whether they get dragged into that. But Palace have shown in the past that if they did get dragged in, I think they will act quick enough to get out. Yeah, I'd like to see Eze fit. Mm. Back and playing. Uh, he brings a lot to the team, um, especially when he's playing with Zaha. He plays Eze through the middle, Zaha on the left. You then got Ollis as well to add Yeah, to exactly, on the on the right. I'm good. So I, I had them in 13th for Palace because I, I boosted them up a couple compared to you guys. But I'm in, in 14th because we brought in 14th a little bit with Adams there as well. It's my is my team to struggle, and the reason I picked this team to struggle is because they've now got European football, and I don't think they have the depth to play every um, two two games every week, um, basically, and go anywhere near where they've got especially as their key player last season it was a loan that they can't replace which I've got West Ham sat 14th which might be controversial to you guys that's probably the first controversial like the most controversial thing so far yeah I've got got Brighton in 14th I have Brighton 13th just to add to and I have them I have them 12th I have Brighton 12th but I have West Ham that low because I don't think they have got the depth to manage playing in the Europa League um, as as well as trying do, to compete in the Premier League. Do you think they jeopardise Premier League to play well in Europa League, or do you think they jeopardise Europa League to play well in? The I Premier? I genuinely think West Ham are going to make the most out of playing in the Europa League this year because I don't think they'll I don't think they think they'll get it again this season. Well, here's an interesting one then. Given what you saw, obviously you've seen Tottenham in the Europa League a few years. Yeah. I've seen Arsenal in the Europa League a few years. How easy do you think it's going to be for them to get out of the group? Because I know Arsenal, every year they've been in the Europa League, we have put a second string team out in the group stage every single game, and we've won basically every single game. It's not been a difficulty. So, at least for the first half of the season, I don't think it's going to impact them too much. No. Um, 
It, it might not, but I don't think they have a second string team uh, with Spurs and Arsenal. I'm, I'm not, yeah. We might not be what we were a few seasons back or what, like either team were a few seasons back or whatever, but we've still got more depth and at least three quarters of a second team compared to West Ham who might bring on four, maybe five decent players in a second team. The rest would be youngsters that, yes, it's always good to get youngsters out. I'm, I'm definitely one for trying to help the, the youth of the English players and, and getting them all through. But if, if if I'm being completely honest, I don't think they have a second team that could compete in the Europa League. So at least some of those first team players will be playing. And it's just whether they can risk those ones being tired for the weekend, because I don't think they'll be able to compete with this year's Premier League if that's the case. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think, where do we... Who, what do we have 13th? So I have Brighton. I have Palace, but I have Brighton in 12th. So we've already spoken about Palace and Brighton, but that's my 13th and 12th. So who who did you have 13th, James? Uh, Newcastle, who we've already spoken so, about. So, so that moves me. I'm, I have West Ham 12th. I have them above Brighton, Palace, Newcastle, who I think are safe, but not pushing mid-table. I mean, for basically all the same reasons you've just said, I just think they're... I, I'd, I'd struggle to see them going from... Fifth or sixth last, it was sixth last year, wasn't it? I struggled to see them go yeah, so sixth all the way down to 14th just because of European football because they still have like their main team is still solid. Yes, and but I will say the only reason they got sixth in the end was because of Jesse Lingard. Yes, but I think well, you'll see, but what you'll see instead of Jesse Lingard, it's not, it's not the same, it's not the same, but. They're going to have will, more from Ben Rama this say, year, for example. You'd like to think so, but I will also say I don't think the one uh, the main guy that they um, praised last season will have as good of a second season as he did a first season in Thomas Suchek. I don't think he will have as good of a season. Well, but, but define good as a season. Is that just from set pieces or is that all-round play? I think all-round play, I think he, he was great last season. I'm not taking that away. He was absolutely quality last season and they loved him for it. And it was a great first season. To come into the Premier League and do that is, is, is a big thing and get West Ham into sixth place. But I don't think next season he's going to be that um, middle ground player next to Rice, which Rice had a good Euros, I'd say. Um, so, and it could, it could work out, but I don't think Suchek will have as much uh, behind him this season uh, to get West Ham anywhere near the top of the table. Thing is, I sh- struggle to see it that way, just looking at last season's stats. Even minus Jesse Lingard, you've got Mikel Antonio, 10 goals. You've got Jared Bowen, 8 goals. Um, and you've got Thomas Suchek, um, 10 goals as well. Okay, take, yes. off them, take off them 10 goals, maybe maybe give them 2 or 3 this season of Suchek. Oh, yeah, but I mean, he's still went. a threat. I mean, I mean, it's not going to be 10, but he's, but, he's, he's yeah, probably I don't see, two. All right, say five then, halve it. How many points do you reckon they drop with those loss of five goals? Because I reckon they're all sort of last-minute corners and bits like that, aren't they? But what was the gap between 6th and 14th last year? Um, we'll do 6th and 11th anyway. We'll, we'll do 6th and 11th, which is <laughs> 10 points. Well, I mean, I mean, even looking at assists, though, the, the top assist for West Ham was Aaron Cresswell. Um I know Jesse Lingard had a massive impact, but like he's not even falling into these numbers yet. Like second, he was, he was there for six months, wasn't he? Kufal. Yeah, I, I understand that, but it, I'm just making it obvious that like they're not going to completely crumble. 
Ben right. Rama, um, yeah, Ben Rama's the one. Um, Antonio with five, Bowen with five. Like the rest of the team are pulling together or pulled together. Um, four now as I, well. He had a good. good I, this isn't me saying that they're they're going to be a bad team. If they didn't have Europa League, if they if they'd come a few places below, I reckon they could sort of push that area again. Um, the fact that they're in the Europa League and they they don't have that second team, that's my reasoning for putting them so low. Is the fact that I don't think they'll be able to cope with the amount of games as well as compete in the Premier League. Mm. Because I think they prioritise Europa League because is this the first time they've had it for either a long time or, or ever? It's, it's been a while, hasn't it? Well, I think with West Ham, I mean, the only thing with, with the Europa League for them is if in that first knockout game, let's say like Atletico Madrid, for whatever reason, came third, which they've done in the past in their Champions League group and got West Ham, there's a chance one of them top teams comes down. Even if it is a team like, for example, if AC Milan went down or whatever, was was in the Europa League against West Ham. I don't think anybody's giving West Ham that game. So there's a good chance they go out relatively early. I don't think they're going to do a deep run like Arsenal Man United did last year, where you're in April and you're still playing three games in seven days. Yeah. Yeah, they might not, but I, I, they'll still be playing a minimum of six games. Um, well, anyways, moving on before we talk about it too much, <laughs> I got I've personally got West Ham tenth, so still falling off, just not as far as you've got them, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're moving to twelfth position. I've got Wolves, who I just think at the moment are, are just a nothing team. Okay, before you before you talk about Wolves as well, who did you put eleventh? Uh, Everton. Who is? Okay, uh, so this I, is I where I've got okay. two disappointing teams. Everton was my other team to uh, slightly disappoint this season. Okay, so the, I'll give you my my gap because we've basically we've put the same bottom four. We've had very similar clubs from fifteenth to sort of twelfth, and even up into this part as well. Um, where so I have Brighton twelfth, Wolves eleven, and Everton tenth. Interesting. Okay. I oh, I had West Ham twelfth. Aston Villa 11th and Leeds 10th. Leeds? Oh, see, well, Leeds I've actually got into 9th. <laughs> but we'll go into the club. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get that in a moment. Um, we'll, we'll go, who did you, you... I've got Brighton in 12th. So if we're going 12th place, we'll, I've got Brighton. Wolves. And you've got Wolves. Okay. So, Wolves. Change of manager. I mean, Spurs have just taken their, their manager, who they, they got rid of. Um, it wasn't like it was... Anything other than that? Um, how do you think they'll fare with their new manager? I just, I honestly, just see them as a a, a nothing team, and it, it it almost pains me to say because when they were having a good season um, with Jimenez and they were fighting for um, you know top half, um, and and even fighting for Europa, I was like Leeds, uh, not Leeds, uh, Wolves was my. Um, uh, not being a Premier League fan, but it just a team you kind of see doing well, and you're like, oh, you know what? It, good for them. Um, yeah. And now they've just kind of they have just fallen off, and it's a bit. Do you not think the change? <clears throat> do you not think the change of manager? Because I think part of the reason why last season they dropped off is because Nuno lost his way a bit. They changed formation. Adama Traore wasn't as good. They'd lost Jota and Jimenez. But do you not think having a new manager, having Jimenez at least back around the squad 
and making a couple of them. They've still got such a good team. As good as what he used to be, though, Jimenez, because he has to play like this. And this is in no way me saying he's not a good, but let's face it, he was a target man for Wolves. He now has to wear this thing around his head 24 7, doesn't he? Uh, well, I, I don't. I, he won't be as is good that, as. Is that going to affect his heading? Because that was probably what five, six, seven goals of of his per season. I, I still think he can impact that team in a positive way, and him being back, even just from like a squad morale point of view, because I mean they they really dropped off after him and it's got injured. So you wonder how much of that is just. Oh, completely is because of Jimenez not being there and kind of the shock of what had happened. Whereas now that's gone, there's a new atmosphere at the club. Uh, I just, I think it, it, they rely heavily on Triore too much as well. I mean, last season, dribbles per um, per game, Wolves were at a 12.3, which is absolutely smashing. That That's more than everyone apart from Fulham and Man City. But Triore didn't play much last year. Traore really struggled last season compared to the season before. Like he won't the be season that before, bad he was he was tipped with all the big clubs making these massive money sign in for all of these. He, he didn't leave. He stayed at Wolves, which is fair enough. But he's probably regretting that because the season he had last season was nowhere near what he had the season before. I st- I still think they've got a very good squad personally, but I mean the issue is if you're you have them in twelfth. I mean, my eight through twelve, you could pretty much put in any order. Is the issue? I think there's not a lot in that kind of mid-table. No, group. yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, all right. So, moving to eleven. The other one's Brighton. Well, the other one you've yours? got is Brighton because I've got I've got Brighton in twelve because Wolves were eleven for me, but I've got Brighton in twelve because they were in that sort of bracket that we've just been talking about the sort yeah. of bottom, bottom end of the middle of the table. I think Brighton are good under Graham Potter. I do think they're yeah, good. Yeah, I know they, they just don't have the strikers. Season, they're yeah. good enough. But, you know, I, I think they, they could play better football than a lot of the clubs that got, that finished above them last season. Um, and I, I have a feeling they're going to finish close to the middle of the table. They're not going to do anything amazing and, and come out of nowhere, but um, it's definitely it, it's definitely be better than last season, in my opinion. I completely agree. Um, I have them not as high up as you, um, but I, I I do think they don't have any sort of danger of uh, falling into the bottom three. Um, I've got so if you look at them last season, um, they had three point eight um, shots on target per goal per game. Sorry, which is more than. Burnley, Fulham, Newcastle, Crystal Palace, West Brom, Sheffield United. Like, they're clearly outperforming the worser teams in the league. Um, and this is why I, I think I agree with you, Dave, in saying... I haven't seen if they've brought anyone in yet. Do, do you think Brighton benefit from the fact from that dip in quality you were talking about earlier for the bottom end of the league? Do you think five years ago they would be a 16th, 17th place team. But now we've got them 13th because the quality isn't as good. Probably, but I think it's because it, I think it also relies on the fact that they've survived um, s- several seasons now and they're used to the Prem. They know how it works um, as opposed to being more of like a West Brom who go up, go down, go up, go down. 
um and they don't find they don't find the groove to stay in the prem i think once once you stay in a couple of seasons you work on what you need to work on um and that's what we're now seeing i think obviously a, a drop in quality will has helped but um i think i think it's more that they they're getting used to the prem now um I, I see them as being a regular Premier League team in the, in the coming seasons, as long as the just club not one run. that pushes. No, just no, no. But as long as the club has run well, I don't see them in any sort of danger anytime soon. Yeah. yeah. Right. Who do we have in eleventh? Well, Jim had. I think you were Everton or Everton. Yeah, Everton was my other disappointing team. And I have them in tenth, so we'll we'll, we'll talk about Everton because um, I imagine that's what you, what you've got around them. Um, I have them eight. eight. You have them eight. I'll, I'll let you guys go first and then. Okay. Um, Everton, I, 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 they, they've lost what is probably one of the um, top managers in the world. I'm not going to say he's anywhere near the best, but he is a top manager. And him going to Everton um, was a massive, massive signing because it brought the likes of James Rodriguez it bought the style of play, which I think worked and brought a bit of fight to them. Um, and even with him, they still finished 10th. They've now lost him. Uh, James Rodriguez is now questioning whether he wants yeah, to be I, there. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. Um, because he only joined for Carlo Ancelotti. Um, you have Dominic Calvert-Lewin, who I hope has another good season because obviously we have the World Cup coming up fairly soon and it's, we're going to need someone who I imagine will be behind Harry Kane in Not the World Cup 2022. Well, yeah, but I hope he gets enough form that he gets taken because I think he is a great striker. Um, I think he deserved a chance at the Euros. Yeah, I agree. Of course he did. Of course he did. Um, I, I think we we did the best of what, what we had in the end, though, but he deserved more of a chance. I, I also think other strikers deserve to go as well. I'm not saying he didn't. I'm just saying I think Ings deserved to go. Yeah, um, Charlie Austin. <laughs> <laughs> right, have yeah. you got anything to add to that? To, to Everton, um, I, I'm just having a look at transfers as well. We've got in uh, Andros yeah. Towson. Yeah, it's, a, a and, bit, uh, it's just nothing special, is it? Begovic, they've literally um, they've added some depth with all the Exactly, Asmir Begovic. Um, Damari Gray's the only one that's half exciting, and even there it's still a bit like it's not that great it, it's it's just a bit of a damp, um, damp transfer that, it's, it's, yeah it's nothing at the moment that really stands out as oh wow okay everton really looks to mean business this season i mean I, obviously re- i presume maybe the new stadium's kind of taking a hit out of them but but yeah i'm well i'm both adam and i know firsthand sort of adam obviously sort of 10 15 years ago when um Highbury was replaced um with the emirates um, and then me more recently with the the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, we get no money, so they're going to struggle. And this is yeah. this is why. Well, um, do, you, do you also feel that there's a lack of um, spirit when you move somewhere new? Because I mean, Goodison I, Park I didn't, is I uh, was. Found that, uh, yeah, I imagine it'd be different for them. Um, mm. I don't know what it was like at the Emirates. I've never been to the Emirates. I've been to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. I will say nothing has changed. Absolutely, okay. I think we made it well well enough that. Um, oh, you play worse now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, that's true because the money went on the stadium we and not too. on the team. We did yeah, too. The, mo- the money's gone on the stadium and not on the team currently. Um, and it's and I'm not bit since well 
we'll, we'll get into Spurs in a bit, but things are changing this season, luckily, I think. But the last few seasons, our signings, some of us have been atrocious. Um, so we do so we do think that the stadium will have an impact on them? Yes, massively. It's not it's not literally not just, just down the road, road, is it? I'm not sure where where it is. It's on the harbour basically. Whereas like whereas Spurs was literally down the road. Like they moved Spurs was attached to it across. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um well, I'll say yeah, is, I, I think that's gonna have an impact. With so I'll I'll do my Everton and Wolves like together. I'll, so I'll say, and we can come back to the other teams in this position. I have Everton 8, Wolves 9. Again, I think who I've got 10th and 11th could easily come 8th and 9th. The only okay. reason why I've put Wolves and Everton in 8th and 9th is because I think their squads and the quality of player they have are better than what's below them. And I, I just value that. I, I still think Wolves have... Ruben Neves, they have Moutinho, they have Jimenez still there, they have Traore, they have good players. Everton still have Hammers, they have Alan, they have Pickford, who was good at the World yeah, Cup, they yeah. have Calvert-Lewin. They've got a better squad than the teams below them. The teams below them sort of are performing above themselves to an extent. Yeah, but that's see, that's what I value a little bit more, because you could have a great team and still get absolutely spanked. Yeah. Because... Um, if you've got great individuals, that's great, but they need to play as a team. And if you've got the teams below you who aren't, who don't have the same quality, but they're actually playing as a team and they have spirit and fight every game, that's miles better than having um, 11 individual players who are, who are great, but they don't play well together. They, they shout at each other. They get greedy. Like, I mean, the squads have changed at Wolves and Everton over the last year or two. They've had some new players in, but those two teams can both play. We've seen what they can do at their peaks. Last season, you saw at the start of the year, Everton were fantastic. Wolves two seasons ago came seventh and were fantastic. You've seen them both do it. It's just they've had a bit of a dip. So I, I still think they have the quality of player there, which is why I put them. But I do think they'll they'll both struggle this season. My 10th and 11th, who I presume you guys have slightly higher is I've got Aston Villa in 11th, Leeds in 10th. So, we, so we, we've already come on to West Ham, but I have West Ham in 10th. Oh, yeah. Um, but my Leeds and Villa are Leeds 9th, uh, Villa 8th. So I have Leeds 9th and Villa 7th. Villa are actually my team to watch this season. Hey, oh, Villa are my team to watch. And Villa are my okay. sort of team that you expect to do, you're expecting to do well, that I think is not going to do as well. Okay, so we'll we'll do Leeds because they were the lowest out of, of the teams okay. we just said. We'll, we'll do Leeds uh, as me and Jim have just said. We've got them ninth. And where do you say you had them, Adam? Uh, I have Leeds tenth. Okay, so basically mid-table club. I think they've got a good enough team to be there. They were ninth last season. I think they can replicate it. They were joint on points with Everton last season, who were all, who were tenth. So uh, we've literally got them staying in basically the same position. I think with Leeds, one of the things that benefits them is they're not a team that go for draws. They're not happy with draws. Yeah. So they're going to yeah, lose. Atta- they're going to uh, lose. Under Bielsa, it's very attractive. They're going to get as much as people hate the fact that people say it. It's entertaining to watch. And I yeah, and know you get all those ones that are like, oh, it's about results, blah, blah, blah. And which yes, it is. But if I don't support Leeds and I've got a Friday night where I want to watch some football, I'd rather it not be. Um, Norwich versus Brentford. I'd rather it be Leeds against whoever. I tell you what, wasn't there that um, Man U versus Leeds last season? I think it was the first time they played them. 
Um, and I, I was watching on the telly. It was literally like four all or something, and they both scored like every five minutes. There was a fucking there was exactly. a goal. Opening day was Liverpool Leeds. They Liverpool won four three. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. It's and the thing is, they, they're going to drop points, but they're going to pick up points because they play so attacking. I don't think Bamford gets the no. 17 goals that he got last season. No, nowhere near. I think he no. falls off. Um, I mean, but overall, I mean, they had 18 wins last season. That's on par with Spurs. Spurs had 18 yeah. wins last season. Uh, Arsenal yeah. had 18 wins last season. Um. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I two teams which probably had their worst seasons for a while. I, I, and I don't expect. The I still think eighteen wins in the Premier League is reasonably impressive. Oh, yeah. it's impressive. But what I'm saying is, I don't expect some of the teams that were. I'm, I know we're both Spurs and Arsenal fans, Adam and I, but um, it's. I I think both of us both of us can agree it shouldn't be as bad as last year. It was mm. both really bad, like not just. Oh, they had a slight a slight off season. It was horrendous. Yeah, it was it was just boring to watch. It, like it, it was upsetting to watch at times. It really was quite bad. But um, well, I think I don't think Leeds will match that. It it needs to be taken into account that that was Leeds' first season back in the Prem. Yeah, yeah. Um, even I though they're a big successful. club, obviously, even though they're a massive club, that's an incredible first season back. And I just think um, second season. They're still just not going to have any any problems. I think Bamford is going to get less goals, but apart from that, they're still a solid, attacking, fun team to watch. Because um, yeah, what I will say is, is they they've obviously gone down. They've been down for a while, which we've had the likes of when, when you're talking about big teams that have gone down. You you probably list Newcastle, Sunderland. They're they're sort of biggish teams that have gone down. Newcastle, obviously, in my opinion, bigger. They came down and they've come back up and they've just done nothing. Leeds came up and they went for it. Yeah, exactly. Quite like and, that. and it's paid off. Okay. Right, should we move on to Aston Villa? <laughs> yeah, I've got them seventh. I've got Villa eighth. I have them eleventh because, mm. well, they they just sold their best player, who a lot of their style relied on. I know he missed like ten games or something last year. But when you thought of Aston Villa, you thought of Jack Grealish. He he was. The embodiment of that team. I don't know about so I gonna... thought of John Terry. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to have to change their style of play. You think two, and I know they've made a lot of signings since then, but they should have gone down. They were the ones that should have gone down because of that VAR, or it was the watch technology that they didn't have turned yeah. on. <laughs> they were the ones that should have gone down. That was I, I yeah. don't rate Dean Smith as a manager particularly. No, I don't. I think he's got a very good side, and it's making him look very good. Uh, I mean, the things they've got. So they've signed with the Jack Grealish money. They've signed Emmy Buendia, who's a good player. That is a, that is a good signing. Leon Bailey, who probably a good signing, but we'll see whether he can adapt to the Premier League. Yeah, he's one of those ones which I, anyone who plays football manager knows. He's one of those wonder kids. But will he replicate it in the Premier League? Will he actually be quite good? don't know about that and then the thing for me I think I don't really understand Ings as a signing he's a good player Ings is a good player but they already have Ollie Watkins and I don't see them playing together so I, I just think they're going bit, to be but I think that will come to the detriment think, of the rest of the team yeah but I personally think they're going to be chucking Watkins out wide back where Grealish was mm-hmm. I mean I, I, I think my, my biggest positive for Villa is the fact that they have a great goalkeeper in Emi Martinez. 
and I think they have I mean they have a solid enough defense and their midfield's okay their attack is exciting I just don't I mean where did they come last year 10th or 11th I just think they came 11th yeah they've lost their best player and we don't know whether the players they've brought in can I do, see. I understand your reasoning, and I understand why you've put them there. However, I will say yes, they've lost Jack Grealish, but they're really putting this 100 million in places I think could work. I think Ings is what? How many goals did he get last season? I think he got like 12 because he missed. He missed some goals. Yeah, he was the game. It was the season before he did really well, but he missed games through okay, injury last year. Okay, so he got injured, but he still scored when he was there. So we know he's a proven Premier League goal scorer, and I'm sure with they're very. They're, I think they're fairly similar teams in Southampton, Aston Villa. They both play sort of similar th- styles. I'd say that it will work for him. I'd be surprised if it didn't because I don't think it's a massive change. If he'd gone to like a, a Chelsea, Man City, Danny Ainge, not saying he should have done. I'm just saying if he if he had joined a top club, I think he he wouldn't have he wouldn't be getting um, the goals that you expect him to because I think it's too big of a jump and the style's completely different whereas I think Aston Villa suits him because it's so similar to Southampton I was just trying to see um, how many assists Jack Grealish got last season I know he was injured he got like 6 goals 10 assists or something like that yeah if I remember rightly because they've seen they um... yeah 6 goals 10 assists they have the most fouls per game, and obviously that was basically Jack Grealish. We've seen that um, even through the Euros. Um, so obviously they're going to miss out on the set pieces or as many set pieces as they used to win. Um, but I still think they're going to shine, um, as you were talking about the signings. I think Danny Ings, even though Ollie, Ollie Watkins got 14 goals last season, um, he's just come from, well, he came from Brentford. Um, you know, championship side. I didn't think he'd do as well as he has done, um, but he has. He, he's done all right. Um, I think Danny Ings is a great signing, um, and as you say, even Ashley Young into Milan, he's got um, prem prem knowledge um, experience. Yeah, I I just think I mean on the Danny Ings point. I just think he will come in and he could he could feasibly do fine, but if he comes in and does well, that's going to be at the detriment of Ollie Watkins. So in, as a net like gain, it's not as big of a a jump as they could have made if they'd put thirty million into a centre back, for example. Yeah, but it depends where they're trying to push, doesn't it? Because um, if they're trying to push higher, so, say so, I've got them in um, I've got them in eighth. Say they're trying to push that or even higher at the moment. I mean, every club, Brentford, want, want to win the league. So um, <laughs> every every club wants to do well. Um, and maybe they're looking at it saying, look, Ollie Watkins, he's still young. He can still improve. But he got 14 goals last season. Danny Ings can bag us 20 plus. Um, and that can be a game changer. But yeah. Uh, do you want, should we move on okay. to seven? Well, we can move on. Seven. Well, Dave, Dave yeah, is, I, is I mean, eight. I've, I've got my eight. Dave's eight. I've got him my number eight, but I think Adam knows who it's going to be. He's going to pick Arsenal, isn't he? I am going to pick Arsenal in eight. Cool. Um, I think you're going to replicate the same season. Um, you've made a few additions that 
I think are okay. I obviously watched you against um, against us in a friendly, and I know it's only a friendly, but it's not like you're not going to try when it's the North London derby. Um, your team looked decent, and I think Ben White, um, as we've spoken about outside the podcast, was a great signing. I think I thought he was quality yesterday. Uh, yesterday, it was yesterday. Um, but he's not worth fifty million. I think you've overspent massively on him, um, and that's probably most of your budget. I don't think you're going to get much else. Um, and also watching the, the rest of your defence, they really struggled. I don't I don't know who you're going to sort of have to well, help Ben White. What I will say to start off with on the defensive front for Arsenal, hmm. I believe in that game we played Hector Bellerin as a right-back. He will not play more games than Callum Chambers as a right-back this year. I think we but should even Callum Chambers came on and struggled. I, I, As a centre back, he didn't play it right back. It was yeah, different. but do you? I think I think Callum. I don't class Callum Chambers as a right back. I don't think he has the pace to deal with wingers. If you're playing with someone who's creative on the left hand side, um, I think he excels. I think he can be good. I don't think he can deal with pacey left wingers at all. Mm-hmm. Um, which is I, I, probably when you'll play Hector Bellerin. But then Hector Bellerin can't defend. Yeah. I mean, James so, Chambers was very good when he played there last season. I don't expect yeah. him to be as good. I just, I'm just saying, I don't think Bellerin as right back is our season-long no, thing. Yeah. Equally, the the player. So the friendly was a one nil, scored an offside goal, but the <laughs> mistake for that goal came from Pablo Marie, who isn't a starting centre back for us. We played with Gabriel Magalhaes, right? Okay, who so is how, currently how coming back from injury. injury. He'll he'll be back by he'll be back by the end of the international break. So he may miss three games max. We play City and Chelsea, who will lose to anyway. So the only game he misses really that has any importance is the Brentford game. Okay, um, so that might improve. What I'm saying is it's not a guarantee. I've, I've watched yeah. the rest of your defence. I thought Tierney, Tierney was okay. Um, ben White was very good. Leno made a great save in the first half. Bellerin struggled. Callum Chambers maybe might get better in right back, but struggled. Mary really, really struggled. Mm. And I know you said it was offside, but the fact the offside... Um, he shouldn't be a mistake he made anyway. No, no, no. But what I'm going to say is is that the offside happened a good, what, 30, 45 seconds before the actual pass for the goal because it, it happened so long before that your defence had time to come back, sort themselves out, do whatever it was. Is still ruled out. Oh, but... yeah. Oh. Course, but but Mar- Mario shouldn't be making the mistake in the first place. I'm just saying, like, Mario is not going to get more than six the first games, three games in the Premier League. Like. <laughs> so, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Uh, I, I put you there because I don't. I think Aubameyang is. I don't rate him. I'll be completely honest. I, I think he really struggles. Um, I think, I think he's, he's, a, he's a quality finisher. He, I, I would say he was quality. I wouldn't say he is quality. I, I, I think I, in terms of finishing, I think he's quality. Um, I, I don't think he's, I think he's on the decline. You know, la- I don't be, think he's landed be... on his feet in the Prem, but um, yeah, I think you put him one-on-one with a goalie or edge of the box, like he's putting in a good shot. Mm-hmm. Well, where, where do you where do you have Arsenal, James? Uh, I've got you one up, so I've got you in seventh. Okay. Have you got anything to differ on what Dave said? Um, not particularly, but I will say that your argument seems very much based on the one friendly. Yeah. 
I, my argument's not just based on on the one friendly. That's a, it's my sort of. Well, put, put, so if I, if I come back to you, so you said you think it's going to be the same as last season. So to put in perspective yeah. what happened last season, Arsenal started the season with a front three, or the, the the front three was largely for the first. I think it was fourteen games. Willian on the right, Aubameyang on the left, Lacazette up top. With that front three, we were fifteenth in the league. Then after Christmas, I, I don't know, I don't have the stat in front of me. I would be shocked if we played that front three once. We switched to a 4-2-3-1. We brought in Smith Rowe. We brought in Saka higher up. Pepe got more minutes. We were the second best team since Christmas. So I don't think we're going to be the 15th best team across 14 games. I don't think we're going to be the second best team from Christmas. I don't think that's realistic in either sense. So I think we'll probably be somewhere in the middle. I had us in sixth which I think balances out, I mean, anywhere between six, seven, eight balances, balances us out. I think... I think after the Euros, um, Saka's really, really proved himself a bit, and I think it's now his season to kind of... He was playing well anyway, um, yeah. but I think he's really going to step it up this season uh, wherever you play him. I mean, Arteta's played him in... Was it left-back as well? As well as he, he's right played wing, like he's centre-mid, right-wing. Exactly, definitely. like... He's so versatile, um, and I just think after the Euros, he, I'm expecting a good performance from Saka, I think. The, the, um, the reason why I've put Arsenal sixth and why I think I have him above you guys, and I think with my fifth, sixth and seventh, I think these are the teams that are going to be most affected by the next two and a half weeks, is that the transfer window is still open. Yeah. And we have been linked with an attacking midfielder, a defence midfielder and a right back. We will probably do, do only one of them, though. We'll probably only do one, but for what example, one are you hoping for? What one are you hoping for? Position. Forget who who's listed there. What I position. Think, I think you'd go with a number ten. Because I think I'd, if, I'd agree with you. if you played, even with Smith Rowe at number ten, that's a good player. But you put a new number ten in. I thought he was quality, by the way. I because this uh, obviously, mm. as you said a minute, you, you think I'm basic. Just I will say he was quality. I think Saka in general is quality. Um, and I'd actually play those two over Aubameyang. I agree. I'd play Lacazette up top. And Our, I, thought, I don't think Aubameyang has got what he used to be anymore, which is why I said that. But I think those two are very good players for you that you can build around. So our front four that was successful at the end of last season, well, we are oh, like the, the composition of it was we played Saka or Pepe on the right. We played Odegaard through the middle. We played Smith-Rowe on the left or Pepe or Saka. And then we played either Aubameyang or Lacazette up top. I think if you did that again, it's a completely different team than playing Willian, Lacazette and Aubameyang. Because I don't think Aubameyang on the wing works anymore. If you were to do a number 10, I mean, to, to put into perspective how much things could change. If Arsenal signed James Madison, who we've been linked with, I don't think it will happen. But if, if Arsenal did that, that completely shifts the balance of two teams in a big way. So I just think you've got two and a half weeks left. My, part of my prediction is is based on the fact that I think we'll sign somebody. Yeah, I, I can agree with that because I think that's probably why I've moved us higher up is because I've seen who we're potentially either linked with or the fact that we're actually deciding to spend money and mm. the fact that our um, our recruitment is a lot better this season. But obviously I'll, I'll come to Spurs in a second because I've, I've 
not said where I've put them, but they'll they'll be next. But um, I, I think it has a bigger impact on fifth, sixth, seventh, the teams that I have in those three positions. That well, obviously, both in your case, Arsenal in eighth. I think it has a bigger impact on those three teams than it does on most of the other teams in the Premier League I, in terms of who can come in in the next few weeks. I will say you you probably could be seventh. The reason you weren't seventh for mine is because I think Aston Villa will come out of nowhere. That's the only reason you weren't seventh in my one anyway, because I think Aston Villa have got a team that I don't think I don't think is better than yours. Yeah, I just think they will do better because it's a team that I think they've built correctly, whereas yours is still yeah you're 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 still trying to build because I will say that you tried something with William. I don't think he's good enough for your team, and I think no. he's a lot of money. He won't play, uh, to be fair, anymore. No, he won't play, but he's, what, 200 grand on your weekly wage budget? Something like that. Yeah, we are looking, we're looking to shift him on whether we can or I, not. I don't blame you, yeah, because I, I think he's a lot of money. I think your best players are currently your youth players, which are yeah. Saka and Smith-Rowe. I think they're quality, um, and they could probably get Lacazette going. Maybe a Bamiang, but as I said, I, I personally think he's on the decline. I thought Ben White was quality. I just think you've paid a little bit too much for him, but he was he was quality um, on his on his debut. Um, I just I, I, you could probably get seventh in my opinion, and especially if you get that extra signing. I just think Aston Villa have built this club that will work next season, um, but might not in the future, and you might then pick them the season after. But yeah, that's that's why I put you seventh and eighth. I'll move on to then my seventh because. You- Dave, you had Villa. James, you had Arsenal. My seventh was Tottenham, so I had to, I did have Arsenal above Tottenham by one position, and mm-hmm. most most of my thinking of Tottenham seventh is just the uncertainty I see as an outsider at that club. I I think Nuno yeah. is not a great manager. I didn't want him at Arsenal when we had the chance to get him. He he, he could do very he could do well, but I I don't particularly rate him massively and you think what he did at Wolves was done Wolves have a better transfer policy than Tottenham <laughs> do and yes, can get players do. that Tottenham can't yeah you, he's not uh, going to have well, that well I'd say they, they they could have done they definitely did do um, uh, throughout the last few seasons mm-hmm. um, if we're coming on to Spurs now I had them sick so obviously in that sort of bracket I don't think we'll get near Premier League uh, Champions League football sorry I, it's it personally it's a bit far off and there's, there's a few teams that I think are a lot better um, and we're still in that sort of transition phase um, similar to how I said that you are you, you're building something but it, it's not there yet um, we've obviously brought in a new centre-back Romero who won Defender of the Year last year in Syria I, th- I think he could be absolute if he hits the ground like Ben White did for you another quality sign-in very similar price tag Um could be very good another young centre-back we're actually for the first time trying to in in a number I'm talking sort of since 2014 maybe 15 so six years this is the first time that we're actually trying to get rid of the dead wood in our team we're actually actively trying to sell some of them Um, and as you said that you didn't want Nuno at at Arsenal when we were first linked with him I I, I laughed I didn't want him Um, Mm. But as you know, you have to back the manager um, yeah. of whoever comes in. So I'm ha- I'm always here to back the manager. Um, I've, I've, when it once he was signed with the club, I was I was sat with an open mind, sort of 
and have been watching pre-season, how we're playing, how he's conducted himself. And I don't think it's helped the specula- speculation with Harry Kane whatsoever. And, and I know that's a whole another massive story, but apparently, even that's apparently been blown sort of out of proportion of what actually happened. But I don't personally think it has been. I think it's exactly what he tried doing. Um, well, I, th- I think but, my, my other reason for Tottenham seventh was just, again, it's the uncertainty with Harry Kane. Your best player and your manager, for me, are huge uncertainties. Whereas at least... At least with Arsenal, I, I think you, I know what I'm expecting to see. With Tottenham, I don't know what. If Tottenham got it right, I could see them coming fifth. If Tottenham get it wrong, I could see them coming ninth or tenth. Like, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Um, but as much so, I, I love Harry Kane. Obviously, I'm a Spurs fan. He is our, our sort of our best player. He, well, he is our best player. He's come through the academy. We all thought he bled Tottenham. Uh, up until what happened recently, but we have no idea. I'm not. I'm not going to make any sort of uh, accusations at him because he said that it, it's not what was meant to happen. But fair enough. It, it's all been blown out, out out the water a bit, isn't it? But if we sell him, I, well, before he came out and said anything, I wouldn't have minded us selling him. I think if Man City, because what what the thing I think that annoyed Spurs fans is that. He wanted to go, well, it seemed like he wanted to go. He clearly wants to go, but he pushed for a move where Man City weren't going to pay near his valuation. Jack Grealish going to Man City stopped him from going to Man City because Harry Kane, in my opinion, is worth a lot more than Jack Grealish. Right, Jack Grealish is not worth 100 mil. No, but he's an absolute Jack quality Gre- player, yeah. but he's not worth 100 mil. But that's what stopped him going because he has then been priced up due yeah, to what so. they've paid. And if Jack Grealish that, is 100 mil, then Harry Kane's 200 mil. Right, right but we've, we've re- reasonably asked for 150, 160 million. We're not going to sell him for the 75 they've been offering. Yeah. Half price. And I understand that he says, oh, if a bid comes in, I want it to be accepted. I'm not going to go down the down the shop and, get, and see uh, a drink or something for two quid and be like, I'll pay you 30p for it. Yeah. That's not how life works. It, you, you pay what you get. So I can see his frustration of wanting to go, but you don't go somewhere, pay half price and expect it to just happen. It's yeah. not how it's going to happen. He's well, going to stay if Man City don't if, if Man City don't pay. Um, and that's why I think we'll do all right. But even without him, I think we'd do all right. We're not the Harry Kane club. Well, I don't know about that. Um, so I've got Spurs in fifth. But again, uh, I agree with Adam being a lot of uncertainty around the club, specifically around Harry Kane. You say you're not a Harry Kane club. Um, I mean, his partnership with Son is it's the best oh, partnership in the league. It's the best partnership yeah. in the by a mile. So and Harry Kane, 20, 23 goals, Son, 17 goals. Because if, if, their if, goal combinations is is I think they're two, one or two off of okay, the. And this is what I mean. So if you if, if Kane isn't at the level, is Son going to drop two? Yeah, this is what no, I mean. No, so Kane, this, 14 this, assists, um, Son with 10, uh, and they both had. Um, a ridiculous amount of goals. I think I just said Harry Kane, 23, Son right. 17 or something like that. Um, I just don't see you replicating that if he does I go. I completely and understand you why you on, think that, though. Um, last season's Premier League, um, the like big chances missed. Spurs mm. are actually one of the clubs that missed the fewest chances, and it's because of those We were two. clinical. Yeah, we were clinical. It's, it's exactly I, 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 those two. So and if you lose him, I just don't... But I, I will say this, right? Um... Every time Harry Kane has been injured, 
Son has stepped up by himself and done things. Can he do it for 38 um, games? No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is, if we got 150 million, we'd probably get something extra. I mean, there's been a number of yeah, games. Yeah, but there's nothing. Without nothing someone. guarantees you go. Oh no, 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 nothing. On a um, a squad sheet, it, he'll get you a goal. Like oh, of course, even of if you spend what is it, 60 million on Martinez? Where's Where's Roberto Soldado these days? <laughs> I think Granada or something, isn't it? But um, Levante. What I will say is my 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 best night as a Spurs fan has come with Harry Kane not even being on the pitch. Was getting into the Champions League final, and that that Harry Kane wasn't Lucas even Moura. about. He was in Lucas Moura, and he's had a quality preseason. He's been told he's going to start now because he Lucas Moura is a quality player. He's not one. I'm not saying he's like well, like he's a quality player that has never been given any consistent chance. But why would he get given like the, my my issue with well with your wingers? You've got like three or four wingers all worth like thirty million who don't play consistent football. Which I think now, from what I've seen pre-season, I'd, as much as you'd want to, uh, every Spurs fan wants Harry Kane to play. Every one of them does. But we, I think we've we've been sort of practicing without him. <laughs> That's the, with the whole unset, we've been practicing without him, and it's not been going poorly. I just we've, don't think the solution, if Harry were to go is, oh, we can throw the money into a new striker and we'll just get goals. I just don't oh, see it. Not. No one's going to replace Harry, Harry Kane. Kane yeah. And the stat, even like the stature that he has at your club. I mean, he's literally like, uh, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but like statue worthy in a way. Like, <laughs> no, come completely. <laughs> All those trophies he's won. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't, yeah, we don't win trophies. We get that. But to be honest, this season's probably the first season in which we can actually win something. It's, it's the Mickey Mouse Cup, but it's, it's the Europa League conference or whatever. I don't even know how the hell it works, but if we don't end up winning that when we're up against teams that have to draw on their own numbers on the back of their what shirts. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We don't, right, we don't anyway, we've anything. spoken about Tottenham for too long. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. It's been uh, a big subject, though. <laughs> so, uh, so I we missed out on my sixth. Which is my fifth. Um, so Leicester. Leicester. Yeah. I have them fourth. Oh okay. bloody hell! So let's talk. About That's a huge then. goal. I have them fourth, um, and I'll I'll yeah. I'll give my reason as to why by adding another team in the mix. My fifth is Liverpool. Fucking hell! Um, Liverpool, I think, are on the decline. I think. Can we talk about top. Liverpool later? Because I have them a okay. bit higher. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So Leicester. 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 Fourth, fourth place, Leicester for me. Um, Champions League football. I think the only reason they're there is because of a team that we're not yet not going to be talking about yet um, on the decline. I think they are a very good side under Brendan Rodgers. I think they go from strength to strength, and especially beating Man City the other day in the Community Shield. I know it was a last-minute penalty, but it proves that they can do something. I know Man City's side was not the best, but I still think that they can they can do something. Leicester um, are a very, very tight squad together. It's a very um, like family-orientated club in a way. And I've always yeah. pictured the squad as being um, tight knit. They've all got each other's backs. Casper's um, Michael's just come off of a very good Euros. Um, I I I, th- I see Vardy slowing down now. Yeah, I, I definitely don't see as many goals. I think as... they've tried to replace him with Daka though, haven't they? Yeah, but that this is this is uh, again you know yeah. a problem you say about anyone like Leon Bailey or whoever you they need to join the Prem. Um, and hit the ground oh, running because I mean, you, you got the likes of Timo Werner, who was absolutely killing it in Germany. He comes to the Prem, he's awful. 
he's been pretty bad in me. But um, I will say that the rest Daka, of their signings, like Ryan Bertrand, nothing, literally nothing special. What's that squad rotation, basically? I think it sounds a bit of first-team depth because I will say Bertrand does a job. I'm not saying he's quality or like he's a world-class. Yeah, but he, he does a job. In terms of, so where have you put them, Dave? You put them fourth or fifth? Fourth, fourth. Fourth. So Ryan Bertrand is a, a, a fourth-team <laughs> player. Ryan Bertrand won the Champions League and the league. If you're going to say Ryan Bertrand, <laughs> he has won everything there is in England, basically. I, I, th- I think the reason why I have Leicester above Arsenal and Tottenham, for example, is I think they are a more settled team. Yeah. I, th- I think Arsenal and Tottenham have better squads or could come yeah. higher if they get it right. But we know yeah. Leicester are going to get it right with what so, they have. So this this yeah. is what I was what I was talking about earlier. Arsenal, Tottenham, better individual players. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Leicester are that team. They, yeah. Exactly know what they want to do. Brendan Rogers um, has been with them for a while now. He knows what he wants to do. Good manager. He's been in the prem. He knows what he's doing. Like that's what I mean in terms of their individual players. They're still good, but when you've got the likes of like Harry Kane, Son, um, Lacazette, Aubameyang, Saka, they're all better players. But yeah, I will say their midfield three and GD, Tielemans and um, Madison is, is a very good midfield three, and I, th- I think that's one of the reasons I put them so high. You think Madison's going to go? No, as long as he doesn't. Oh, yeah, of course. But then... As well, I mean, for example, it could be interesting if Arsenal took Madison. I don't think it will happen. I don't even know whether I want it to happen. I think we could probably get other players instead. But that could have a huge impact on this prediction in two and a half weeks' time if, if that transfer happens. There are, yeah, they, this top half of this table are probably still yet to sign two to three players. Or every Every team, in my opinion. Maybe not Man City. But I think Man United, they've, uh, I don't think they've actually finalised the brand deal yet. Liverpool, I think they need to. Chelsea, um, uh, they're obviously meant to be signed Lukaku for like 95 million soon. Leicester, I'm sure they'll get someone in. Spurs and Arsenal, both signing players within the next couple of weeks. It might change completely. They might completely switch around everything. But personally, with the squads they've got now, um, I think Leicester are Champions League worthy. Okay. I don't know if I would go that far. That's the big call. Uh, especially, I've been just looking at James Madison. Was he injured last season? For some of it, I think. For some of it, yeah. He got five assists. Yeah. Eze got six, and Eze was pretty much out for over half. <laughs> I, still I mean, still, still the influence on the team, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I know, but I mean, that's that's pretty poor. It is, but I I I reckon he'll have a better season this season. He got eight goals though, as well. Like, yeah, I mean. Is um, Iheanacho stepping up a bit now as well, isn't he? He seems to be, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's, I, that is I their striker I as well put as them in the top four, but game. my Leicester's sixth. I think they'll still have a solid season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we should expect to see Vardy dropping off. Um, okay, yeah. so we've spoken about sort of the, the eighth to fifth sort of range, other than obviously the one team that I've got yeah. in there that you guys haven't. So we're on sort of... What you guys think? Uh, we'll, we'll talk. I'm guessing Liverpool's the next team for you guys in in four. Or? Top four. Top Liverpool. four. But I obviously I have the I have them fifth. So my, Liverpool, Liverpool? my Liverpool are second. Oh wow! Oh my oh, lord! No. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Shall I start with the reason I've got them fifth then? Because then you can work, work. We can work our way up to then Champions League. Because Definitely. I don't think they're getting it. I think you've got Jurgen Klopp. Yes, he is adored. He's done some amazing things. I think he's a world class manager. I think he's a little bit bored there now. I don't think he knows where to take him. 
I don't think um, he's got a, a squad that's aging. I think he's got a squad that is aging massively, and they're not doing anything with it. What about Curtis um, Jones? <laughs> just him, really. <laughs> I, I, they've obviously got a few youngsters that can do something and can play football. You've got Trent Alexander-Arnold. You've got Curtis Jones, which is, is coming every so often. Um, and th- they keep bigging up Harvey Elliott, but until he does something, I'm not going to say anything major about him. But you've got Van Dyke getting older, Mo Salah, Sadio Mane, Roberto Firmino, Shakiri, Henderson, Chamberlain, Keita, Firmino, uh, Fabinho, sorry. It's you have not said them. a single player over 30 there. No, but they're all ageing. Yeah, into the primes of their careers. <laughs> no, but it, uh, Van Dyke is though. James Milner into, as well. Yeah, as I said, Van Dyke's in the prime uh, of his career. No, I, I, I think Van Dyke after his injury is not going to do anything just, special. He turned 30 like um, last month. Okay, but I don't think his injury is going to do anything good to him. Um, James Milner, I think as well, his versatility is massive for them. And I I don't see them being able to replace him once he leaves because I can't imagine he's going to be there for too much longer. I just think they'll struggle. And I don't, it doesn't look like they're going to... Well, are they linked with anyone major? Are they doing anything major? Because I don't think they've done much, have they? I'll tell you what they've done in a minute. Let James go and then I'll oh, explain <laughs> why. Um I've got them fourth. I think. Uh, I. I think. I disagree with with ages. Uh, I'd have to kind of agree with Adam. There, there's still there's there are a couple of um, players in there who are aging, and I would say um, um, they do need some younger players in. Hmm. But I wouldn't say it's a concern at this point in time. Um, I think this is their last decent season. I Wait, think. Fifth. What? Yeah, fifth's not a decent season. It's it's better than other big clubs uh, like the ones we both support. Is it's, I don't think they're going to be as poor as what we've done. I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna come in here. This Liverpool team before last season won the league with 99 points. Mm-hmm. In two seasons, they are not going to drop to the levels of Arsenal and Tottenham. If yeah. you're saying no, I'm not. No, that's why I put them in fifth. Otherwise, they'd be a lot lower. I don't think in that fifth sort of though. Last yeah. year, they played almost the entire season without Van Dijk, who is a huge player for them, as we've seen. Quality, what I would say, quality player. Do I think he'll be the same after his injury? No. I think players feared him. I think it'll himself. still be quality. I think where they'll it's, drop it's off Phillips, is... Jordan Henderson. I think where they'll drop they off is, is Andy Robertson and um, Trent. They're not going to have the same impact they had on their title-winning season. No, but they're going to be better. Trent was bad last season. Trent, Trent won't basically. Trent won't be as bad as he was last season. Van Dyke is a huge upgrade. You, what, one thing that is possibly underrated: Fabinho played like over half of his games as a centre back. He's going back into midfield, which is his best position. Jordan Henderson is going from a centre back back into midfield in his best position. They're going to miss Robertson for the first few weeks, but. Say say they get this. Not I'm not talking the exact same. Say they get some injury problems like they did last okay. season. What to the best? Like any team, if you take the best player out of most teams, they're going to struggle. And Liverpool still came third last year. Best player there. Potentially not, but even now they've got Konate in and Joe Goat. They they lost Van Dyke and okay. Goat. Right. They're not going to lose both Canate. again. Konate came came from Timo Werner's um, team. Similar He's situation. Than Phillips. And they came right. third with Matt Phillips. <laughs> like, I, just, I, I don't see I, I don't see Liverpool as a threat. I don't see them doing much. I, I genuinely don't. I, 
I just I, see I them don't picking I don't it back up this season. I don't I I think I don't see them outdoing Man U, Chelsea, Man City. No, I don't. Um but I see them outdoing everyone else. <laughs> I, I think if you take away from that last title winning season, obviously the back line aren't going to be as good as they were in that season. But the squad for me is the same. You take out Wijnaldum, you put in Jota. I, I don't see that as... I don't... They got 97 and 99 points two years in a row. I don't think they're going to get 90 points. got 69 the next season. With Nat Phillips as a centre-back. Doesn't matter whether it's Nat Phillips. You've got the. You right, put the Joe Roden at centre back in Tottenham for the year. You're coming bottom half. Like, and Joe Roden's uh, better than Nat Phillips. Uh, <laughs> I, I agree that, that you, obviously you need your starting eleven to, to finish where where you should be, and they probably might not got six nine points with uh, without Van uh, well with having Van Dyke. But I don't see them as a threat. I don't see them. They're not going to win the league. I don't see. I don't. I don't think they're in the city category. I just think that they are still a top team until until proven otherwise. I think um, Anfield will play a big part as well because I mean they get behind the players and obviously with fans being back in the stadiums now, um, teams are going to be worried to go there again. Yep, I agree. Okay, so they struggle away then. Not well. Not as much anymore. Not as much as they used to, but like. You know that their title-winning season when they were unbeaten at home for however fucking long, um, yeah. and teams were scared to go there. Like, yeah, no, I'll say they they won the league on fear factor. I think their defense gave nine points. Yeah, no, no, no. What I'm saying is their defense was so good it gave everyone the fear factor. You didn't think you could go up against Van Dijk. You didn't think you could go up against their wing backs, and they were a really strong team. And then here come Watford. I don't. I, don't, <laughs> I do not see. It's Reese Nelson. Their, their defence being feared by players, I think, is they see a vulnerability in them now. Yeah. They see that Trent's had a bad season. They see that Robertson, obviously, he's out injured currently, but they see he's not as good as what he was in that one season. Van oh. Dyke might be fragile after his injury. Well, here's, a, here's a new question. Right, here's a new question. Do you think having Van Dyke back over Nat Phillips, pushing Fabinho and Henderson into midfield, and actually having two proper centre backs, gets them eleven points? Over last season, yes, that gives them eighty points. I don't think fifth place or fourth place will come will have eighty points. In my opinion, I think it improves them, but I still think other teams are better than them. That's the reason I put them there. Right, should we move on to? Yeah, guys yeah. have third, I guess. Well, my fourth is Leicester anyway. And yeah, I know we've already spoke, spoken about them, but up, yeah, third after that is. Uh, Manchester United for me. You got Chelsea second. I've got um, I've got Man U third too. Bloody hell! <laughs> so I wait. I, I you can't even say it's like a bias. I, I hate Chelsea. I have, I have Chelsea. <laughs> I have Chelsea fourth. Uh, fourth. Yeah, fourth. <laughs> Jim, so I'm not being funny here. You've got you've got two two people here that hate Chelsea. You've got Jim being West London, me being a Spurs fan. Yeah, I'm gonna come fourth. Got, <laughs> no. If we wanted no. to put them, if, we if we're coming to on to Chelsea, away, top goal scorer for the season is going to be Lukaku. Oh my God! He just is. No, a- I don't think he is. Salah's not going to be. <laughs> we'll come to t- top goal scorer any- anyway. And I have thing. Chelsea in fourth because li- they are not going to be able to keep up with Liverpool. Yeah, they and I think Man United have spent too much money for too long. 
I don't think Chelsea are ready. They won the Champions League, but I mean, I don't, I don't think Chelsea are hugely convinced. I think Thomas Tuchel's got their defence on on wraps. If yeah. they get Lukaku, they're going, they are going to yeah. be quality. So, I, to, I to, to explain five goals conceded against West Brom, <laughs> they have that in them. I don't think they I don't do, think but they, they also have. Had, they have that in them. They have that in the first season with Tuchel, um, it being his first season in the Prem as well. Yeah. And but also, and that, so that, and that, they, that they was were, coming from a swap from Frank Lampard. They they were the type of team, right? That last season I was putting on, I was betting on clean sheets for Chelsea. Like they genuinely just they, they either conceded nothing or, as you said, five against the West man Brom. Comes along West Brom, <laughs> but they didn't concede anything in so many games that I if that carries on and they that that sustain Lukaku changes that team so much. If they get Lukaku, so honestly, he's golden boot. He's golden boot. Mendy's golden glove. Um, I wouldn't say Mendy's they're, golden boot. They're finishing second. So, so with, Luke, with Lukaku, yeah. I don't think you could label him a success at either Chelsea or Manchester United. I know he's had a few years out of the league and he is a better player now. And he might come back and he might be good. But I don't think... Can't label him a success. At, at United and Chelsea, no. At Everton, yes. Yeah. So I think he was a great player at Everton in the year they came fifth. Even West Brom. Even West Brom. But at the two top clubs he has been at in England, I wouldn't say he was particularly successful. He's gonna, I mean, he's gonna be better than Timo Werner. Yes. So that is an upgrade, undoubtedly. How I, bad is it though what they've done to Timo Werner because he was quality? I don't think it's anything. That they've done. I think it's he. Just, no, but I mean, what what's happened to him at Chelsea? I mean, like, how bad is it? Because he he was honestly, quite, I I feared playing him in that Champions League when we played um, RB Leipzig. I feared playing him. Whereas now, I I hope he starts for them. See, this is why uh, <laughs> this is why Messi went to PSG. Players yeah. just can't hack it in the Prem. Yeah. Basically. But okay. right, so Lukaku, 2015-2016, got 18 goals. 2016-2017, he got 25 goals. That's Everton, right? I believe so, yeah. Keep going. Uh, 12 goals. For who? 2018-2019. For United. Uh, yeah. We'll so, so, so here it is. So his he started. 33 games for United in the season they came second. Yeah. Under Jose, he got 16 goals. Yep. That's not good enough to come second with Chelsea. That's that's in a that's in a Jose Mourinho team that plays defensive football, and he still bags 16 goals. I mean, I, now you've got, I expect now him you've to got get Thomas 20, Tuchel, but... who plays extremely attacking football in a Chelsea team that has just come off of winning the Champions League and looks like they're going to do bits this season. Ready for a nice slump down to fourth? No. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Right, should, so we do United because we all have United in third? Yeah, United third. I, I think it's just where they fit in. I, I think I, they're good to be Champions League. I don't think they're good enough to get the title. I think their signings have been very good. Yeah. I think Cavani, Sancho, Varane, all great signings. I think Ole is a huge weak point for that team. Yeah. I think yes. <laughs> if Oli was not the manager, I could they would finish above Liverpool. Chuck that team under Sir Alex Ferguson, they win that league. Wow, well, they probably uh-huh. lose half their players. This is City. 
who, who let's, let's go to number one like uh, City have they have the best squad in the so world? I've got Brentford <laughs> City have the best squad in the world like, yeah yeah that's that's it it's just uh, yeah. there's, nothing, there's, there's literally nothing to say um Man City are yeah, top of the league I, I I Jesus will struggle but they they still won't they keep, he keeps being offered to us they, they, the they won't struggle for goals, but their only like number nine will struggle to get goals. Yeah, right? that's how crazy that squad is. I've got um, top assists uh, and player of the year. I've gone for De Bruyne as long as he doesn't get injured. De Bruyne's my player of the year, and I have Ed- I have Edison as my golden glove. Right. Okay. So okay, let's 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 start from the bottom. Okay. Golden golden glove. Who have we all got? I've, I've got Edison. Mendy. Edison's gonna keep. 22 to 25 clean sheets. Yeah. I don't okay. I don't know whether Mendy will. Yeah, but he's got a weird tattoo on his neck, so. <laughs> it's a smiley face. <laughs> I've, I've got, so top assistant, you, you two can, can do the, yours first, because I've gone for someone a bit out there. I've gone for De Bruyne slash Bruno Fernandes. I went for Bruno Fernandes. I've got Mason Mount. No. No. I think him with Lukaku. I th- honestly, I think him with Lukaku. That's, that's where we're going. I think, no, I think, I think if the, if there's going to be a link up at Chelsea, it's going to be Havertz, um, Havertz, uh, Lukaku, or Mason Mount takes a set piece. Uh, well. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you who my second consideration was for assist. American. Uh, my second one was the Bruyne. Yeah, Pulisic and. My, weirdly enough, because I think he's going to get a player of the season. De Bruyne doesn't need to chase assists, and he's probably not going to play. He's probably played like thirty of the thirty-eight games. He'll still become player of the year, but he, I just don't think he'll play the volume of games. My second one, which you're both going to hate, would be Trent, because Trent's going to get ten plus assists. That's, 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 like, that's like you just dismissing my. Uh, my I, Mason I, I struggle to see Mason Mount getting more assists than Trent. I don't see either of them getting that many assists. Oh. I, I, I don't see Trent doing the same. I think Liverpool can't play. He's got like 15 he, assists. He's not going to yeah. get back. He's going to get 10. I, I can't see Liverpool playing the exact same way as they did because they have no, been they found out. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, so he will get 80 points instead of 100. So he, so he can't attack as much as he could. Uh, still... And therefore his assists are going to drop off. He's probably been training yeah. defending all season because he's rubbish at it. <laughs> Okay, so we have okay. Bruyne, Fernandez, and Mount. Yeah, and right top goal score. I've got like a a split one. I think it's one of two. Can people. I take a guess? Mm. Harry Kane. <laughs> yeah, and Lukaku. Yes, Lukaku. Let's go. Um, because I, the, the only reason I put Kane right, and because as you, as you, no, but as Jim's pointed out, if he's in that Spurs team, him and Son, he's going to get goals. If he goes to Man City, he's going to score goals. No matter where he is, he will score the goals. Okay, so my top scorer is Edward and Ketia. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is Mo Salah. Um, he is a 20 no. plus goal a season player every single year he's in the league. I don't see why that's any different. Right, Adam, can I ask you a question? Yep. Because you think um, Kane's going to flop. And I think Kane's going to flop. No, all right. He's not going to be at the level he was. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and say Lukaku doesn't go to Chelsea. If you couldn't pick anyone from the Liverpool team, who wins most goals? So I can't pick Kane, I can't pick Lukaku, I can't pick Salah, or I can't pick Liverpool. Yeah. 
then I think you're onto the territory of like a rogue striker like yeah. or someone or Calvert-Lewin or someone yeah. random like that. This, this is this was the position I was put in. It's because I don't think Liverpool... Neil Morpé. <laughs> because I don't think uh, Liverpool are going to be doing as well um, as, as you think, for example. Salah didn't do that well last year and got 22 goals. No, no. But because I don't think Liverpool are going to do as well, Man City don't have an out-and-out striker who's going to bag them the goals like Aguero did. What's the um, goal, Cavani? I mean, Man U have got Cavani. That's probably about it, really, to get the goals. Um, if Cavani plays they, they, 30, 38 games up top for United, that, that I don't know. I mean, their goals spread out too much, though, don't they? Somewhat. Well, but I think Jim Hogan gone? You would, you would presume. Lukaku. I've got Lukaku if he goes. Okay. If if he doesn't go, I genuinely don't know who to pick because, as Adam said, it would probably be someone rogue. I I personally think it it, it could be um, Nacho or someone. I don't think he'll play enough games. Uh, Do you not? Maybe Danny could... Ings. You know. Kings at Villa could be, yeah. could be. Top scorer okay. Danny Ings for eleventh place Aston Villa. <laughs> <laughs> and who have we got player of the year? De Bruyne. De Bruyne. Oh, unless he's the best yeah. player in the league. He is. He is the best player in the league. Okay, so to 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 round it all up, um, Jim, read your table from twenty to one. God. Okay. So, uh, what? So, Golden Glove, Mendy, team to watch, Villa, top goal scorer Lukaku if he goes. Top assists, De Bruyne or Bruno Fernandes. Player of the year, De Bruyne, unless injured. Uh, disappointing teams, Everton, Southampton. My table is Watford, Brentford, Norwich, Burnley, Southampton, Crystal Palace, Brighton, Newcastle, Wolves, Everton, West Ham, Leeds, Aston Villa, Arsenal, Leicester, Tottenham, Liverpool, Man U, Chelsea, Man City. And Adam, yours? Top scorer, Mo Salah. Top assist to Bruno Fernandes, Golden Glove, Edison, Player of the Year, De Bruyne, Team to Watch, Leicester, Team to Flop, Newcastle, and then Brentford, Norwich, Burnley, Watford, Southampton, Newcastle, Palace, Brighton, West Ham, Aston Villa, Leeds, Wolves, Everton, Tottenham, Arsenal, Leicester, Chelsea, Man United, Liverpool, Man City. Okay, and Dave? Yeah, uh, I've got top goal scorer Kane or Lukaku. Uh, assists. Mason Mount. Mount. <laughs> Player of the Year, De Bruyne. Golden Glove, Edison. Teams to watch, Villa. Teams to struggle, West Ham. And my table is Watford, Brentford, Norwich, Burnley, Saints, Newcastle, West Ham, Palace, Brighton, Wolves, Everton, Leeds, Arsenal, Villa, Spurs, Liverpool, Leicester, Man U, Chelsea and Man City. Well, nice. I imagine that uh, by the end of the season, either we're all going to look really stupid or really <laughs> <Yep>. clever. Um, <laughs> hopefully we'll all be, I mean, we've got fairly similar tables for the most part anyway, so I imagine we'll get most of it well, sort of correct. I'd yeah. like to think so, but you never know. But we'll end that one there. So thank you for listening and uh, see you in the next one. See you later.